interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. How's everyone doing tonight? Woo! It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock somewhere. With John ready in his chair. And almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? It's time for the Think So Joe Show! Welcome! Yes, welcome. John's in the intro now. (laughs) <laughs> there it is. And you got your lower third. Look at you, man. You're your right. full-blown co-host now. You're in the intro. You got a lower third. Rocking uh, our t-shirts tonight. Rocking t-shirts, yes. Went to Monday Night Raw on Monday. I got uh, I, I got paid for that, so... <laughs> Can't complain. I'll tell you what, man. Like, uh, the, uh, the Lamia video that went up yesterday morning that was just essentially the footage I shot after Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Has, like, last time I looked, had, like, 74,000 views, as opposed to, like, the Things You Might Not Know video I put up yesterday had 11 views last time I looked. So, uh, you guys don't care about the history of the theremin, apparently. Right. So, (laughs) anyways. We even saw a brawl right in front of us. We did. There was a like, a fight you know, going on. you know, I I know some of you aren't, uh, you know, pro wrestling fans. It's too fake. You could have sat with us and seen a real fight right in front of us. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened. But <laughs> we didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> no, that was we were right there and got got some extra, so <laughs> extra bonus fight going on. Hello. All good. Yes. Who is the guy on the left? <laughs> Still Jorah Moore. <laughs> The guy on the left, so on the left. Yeah, okay. Axel Rose over here. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Brian's right up there looking down on you, so, <laughs> you know. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's yeah. I went to Raw. I got paid. You could watch the footage on WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad show. I, no. I'm still, like, I. it's still like, man, the real money, it's, in the immortal words of Homer Simpson, the real money's in bootlegging. <laughs> I don't know. I got a, I got me a Triple H shirt. John, John got it for me. It was, uh, hey, you bought this ticket, so here, here's a shirt. <laughs> That's the bloodline. Knowledge my champion. John, thoughts on doorknobs. Here we go again. I knew it. I knew it. I knew the question was. Makes for, it makes for good, uh, makes for good video. So, John, your your, your thoughts on doorknobs. I don't know, man. Like, uh, you you see that video? There was a guy, like, they they kept catching him on, like, video doorbells. He was going around licking people's doorknobs. I don't do that. You don't do that? No. 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 Okay. You're not the type that likes to just leave your germs on everything. No. You, know, you don't go, you, you know. I mean, you know, doorknobs are made of, like, brass, right? So, like, yeah. you know, they're they're very antimicrobial. So, like, if you went and licked a doorknob, you're not going to catch COVID from it. So, True, but 
Who does that? Some guy somewhere, apparently. I don't know. I, That's <laughs> weird. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a true story. That's uh, somebody got caught going around licking doorknobs. Oh, my God. So. We're all coming to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's the worst anybody's doing, come on. Given all the all the <laughs> all the shit that happens in the world today, if that's the worst somebody's doing is going around licking people's doorknobs. I mean, I still wouldn't want to come home and touch my doorknob and it's wet from somebody licking it, but you know what? <laughs> but again, you know, it's probably made of brass. It's got antimicrobial properties to it. So, what, what you know. was this? I don't know. <laughs> I just know the story happened. I don't know where it happened. Oh, my God. Probably somewhere. T- <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yep, that's a, that's a Mark comment there. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it happened. Maybe it might have been Nashville. Hey, we're going to Nashville. Yeah, anyway. We're going to Nashville. We're going to SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figure might as well. Might as well do some traveling and oh, yeah. get out of here for a little bit. Go see some... The day after our show. The day after, yeah, we're playing a show the night before and then flying to Nashville the next morning, so... <laughs> It'd be fun. Yeah. Venture. It's better than if we had to, like, uh, drive. Because yeah. if we had to drive, we'd probably have to, like... My car ain't making it. I'm sorry. No, we'd have to. We'd have to like pack everything up, get everything back to wherever it's going, and then just leave. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like. I don't even know what the drive time to Nashville is. I don't think it's that long, honestly. But I mean, like, yeah. John, have you ever thought about opening a farm in the middle of New York City? You know what? That's a. I have never thought of that, but that's a great idea. Actually, one day I'm going to do that. You're going to open a farm. I'm going to open up a farm in New York City. In the middle of... Where are you going to find farmland in New York City? I will make it happen. How, how are you... I don't care. I will make it happen. For her, I will make it happen. He's going to... He's going to... I got to find this out, though. Well, this is what you do, is you just, like, rent out space on top of a building, right? And you just cover it in, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Soil, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you plant all your plants up there, and, uh, I mean, it's got to be a pretty big building to have, like, a whole farm, but, like, you know. Make it That's not a bad idea, actually. A farm in the middle of New York City, because then you can, you know, you got all the all the shops around there. You can sell, like, fresh produce and, uh, you know, fresh meat to all the... All the... i definitely make the news. Yeah, for, for sure. That. For sure. I mean, there's a place in Toronto where they have, like, a hockey rink on top of, uh, on top of a roof somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, why not a farm on top of a roof? See, Steph's in there. Steph's in there. She's got. A, she's got a rooftop farm. Okay. Exactly. That's a good idea. We're on the same wavelength here. <laughs> Absolutely, rooftop farm. That's that's the best idea. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. So yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely do that. Definitely. I'm good. I I will I will come visit the farm. I, I'm not gonna say I'd help out because I don't do well in the sun, but. Uh, John, what's your favorite tattoo on Randy Orton? Careful, you might get sued. Uh, <laughs> I like all the, the the skulls he has. Right, the ones Going he down the, his whole arm. The ones WWE's being sued over. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I did not know that. So the that. artist uh, who did Randy Orton's tattoos uh, 
claims that she has the copyright on the tattoos. So she's been in a lawsuit with WWE and 2K Games over uh, the use of those tattoos in the WWE video games, which is just fucking ridiculous. But did he, I heard something that before he got those tattoos, he got a motorcycle accident. I something about he had to cover his scars or something. I didn't hear that, but uh, but apparently, yeah, apparently the artist says uh, that you know she owns the copyrights for those tattoos. Which I mean, really? And then so like so like if you look at a guy like CM Punk, right, who has like a Pepsi logo, he's got the Cobra logo, right? Yeah, he's got some trademarked imagery on his arms, and then when they put out promotional photos video games, action figures, they just remove those. Yeah. Or they just, you know, put, you know, for the Pepsi logo, they just put a, you know, red circle instead of, like, the Pepsi logo. So, like, what do you do if, if like, this lady wins the lawsuit, right? Yeah. How do you cover up Randy Orton's tattoos in the video games yeah. and on the action figures? Because those are uh, very prominent tattoos, Actually, it's it's like when Mattel first took over the WWE action figures, I bought the Randy Orton just because they had like the really detailed tattoos. So like, yeah, yeah that's that's kind of ridiculous. So, uh, but yeah, apparently all those skulls and like, who the fuck has a trademark on a skull? Yeah, right. Everybody has a skull. <laughs> I mean, Triple H has got a skull on his T-shirt. <laughs> anyway, uh, when you when you build your when you build your farm, Steph says she'll plow. Okay. So <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Thank you. All right. There you go. All right. You, you've already got help for your New York City rooftop farm. Okay. So, <laughs> so what are you going to have on your farm? So, uh, like, 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 uh, <laughs> like, like, you got to have uh, some cows, right? With cows. a. I got to get some chickies. I love chickies. Uh, with little chickies. You got to have some cows with a moo moo here and cows. a moo moo there. There, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe a horse. I don't know, I'm gonna put a horse on the rooftop, but I'll figure it out. You can figure, yeah, I mean, everything's gotta go up the, the freight elevator, I guess, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know, we're gonna fit a horse in the elevator, but. I don't know, you figure it out. Yeah. You just get a, I mean, there's tons of cranes in New York City, right? So you just, you right. get the cranes, and the cranes will lift the, lift the horse up to the top of the roof for you? Oh, yeah. You just gotta hope it doesn't drop it. That yeah. would suck. John, what did you have for lunch two days ago? I need to know. <laughs> two days ago? Oh god. What'd you have what did you have for lunch two days ago? That would have been uh, that would have been Monday. That would have been Monday. So so what did you have for lunch at work on Monday? Well, yeah, uh, buy your buy your merch. Merch buy your things. Merch. I just added a new shirt today, uh, which is the thumbnail for today's show. Because yeah. it had a banana on it. And I'm like, that would make a fucking pretty cool shirt. So that's available well, now on merch.thinksofjoe.com. All right, so lunch two days lunch. ago. Lunch on Monday. Okay. So I don't know what I had break, for lunch on Monday. I didn't really eat much, but I had like a, a Slim Jim and a Pepsi, but maybe some chips. I don't know. <laughs> a Slim Jim and a Pepsi and maybe some chips. Yeah. That is a very healthy lunch. <laughs> Not really. I have definitely. I mean, it had protein in it, Slim Jim, so got me through the day. Got him through the day, protein with a Slim Jim. What's your guy's favorite color? Our favorite color. Yeah. I uh, I clearly Obvious. have an affinity for black and red, so. <laughs> Mine is blue. Okay. 
There you light, go. Like a light bluish. Light bluish, like like sky blue or like Nintendo Switch controller blue here, like. Nintendo's Nintendo Switch. This color blue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you what I had for lunch two days ago. I don't even know if I was up for lunch two days ago. I don't know. I, f- I feel like... Uh, oh, hey, Blake. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Yeah, I, 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 I had MacLove for lunch today off DoorDash. It's a, it's a virtual brand. So you, I don't even know the name of the place that actually makes the food, so... <laughs> I just know I like the fucking mac and cheese from MacLove, so... Hi, your mom said hi. It's just... Terry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Why did, John, why did you run over Karina at Survivor Series 2000? I did nothing. I'm, I'm innocent. No, man, you, you did it for, you told me, you did it for The Rock. You did it for the people. <laughs> I did it for The Rock. <laughs> the real people's champion. DoorDash, yeah, I spent like 70 bucks on fucking DoorDash today. So yeah, DoorDash does need to sponsor me. <laughs> I talk about him enough on the show, so. Uh, I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, How you doing? John's having like full on conversations with individual people in the I chat. I know. It's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I'm talking more. You are, you are. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What else? What else goes on your your rooftop farm here? Mm. You got you got your cows. You got your chickies. What kind of what kind of what kind of vegetables are you growing to to give to New York City markets or or sell to New York well, City markets as it know, were? Corn, tomatoes, um, <laughs> anything, anything, uh, yeah. anything, anything for the store. It's gonna be like uh, it's gonna be like that episode of The Simpsons where you're just like planting everything you found at every seed you found at the store, and just uh, you know like nothing's growing. So you go get plutonium, <laughs> and the next thing you know, you've got tobacco, <laughs> and all the animals get addicted to it. Uh, John, what's where's your stance on pickles on sandwiches? Pickles on sandwiches. Pickle on sandwiches. Yeah. Um, like, now, what kind of sandwiches are we talking? Are we talking? Yeah, are we talking like hot dogs like last week? <laughs> like a hamburger? Like a hamburger? I, I, I mean, like, hamburger. but like, or are we just talking about like you know, like lunch meat on bread or like that's, uh, you know, that's kind of a, that's kind of a tricky question, I guess. If, you know, for me, it would depend. I don't know about you. <laughs> John, did you like? She Joey? asked. She wants to know if you liked me when we first met. No, I hated you. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I got. No. I got in a room with this dude. I'm telling you, right. I got in a room with this dude. I thought he was like 23, and I'm just like, fuck, like, because in a band with a kid. Exactly. Like, because there, because there's me and Katie and Brian, and Brian was like 33 at the time, and and you know, Katie and I were getting close to 40, and we're like this band with this like 24 year old kid like what the fuck and then it's like you're in your 30s and have a kid like okay yeah <laughs> you fit right in with us then it's shocking though 
All the sandwiches. All the sandwiches. All so, the sandwiches. So, so pickles on uh, pickles on uh, sandwiches. What, what are you? What are your thoughts here? <laughs> what what kind of what kind of sandwich? If you are in fact okay with pickles on sandwiches, what kind of sandwiches I, are you okay with pickles on? I actually never even tried. <laughs> okay. I only I had a pickle on a burger. That's about it. Yeah. I that. I, you never had it on like, but you've never had it on like. Uh, you never had like a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> Neither so have weird. I. That's a, uh, that does no, sound weird. No, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, but I mean, that's uh, somebody. Let's uh, not get in bed to, to do that, you know. So like the only the only thing you've the only sandwich type thing you've had pickles on is a yeah, burger. It's a hamburger. Which is like yeah. a traditional burger topping, right? So yeah. like like it's even it's even in like the uh what do you what do you call it? the uh um crabby patties. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> Exactly. So I mean like on a burger, sure. On anything else, probably not. For me anyway. I don't like you know, you get like pickles on hot dogs and shit, but who the fuck does that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> uh, let's see. Good dude. Good dude. Uh, isn't that a band we're playing later on today? Yes, it is. We are. We're playing Good Dude today. Good dude. Yes. Good band. Never heard of them. John, how can we improve the wine industry? There's this question. There's uh, these questions. And then. Uh, I don't know. And then uh, Dennis helpfully like, says, "Relish." I do like a glass of wine once in a while. So, how do you improve the wine industry? What can be done to? Uh, I I don't know nothing about wine. I, I don't. Are you like a good glass of wine? Are you like the kind that goes like wine tastings? Um, I never once in one, but you're like over there. You've got such a refined palate. I, I, if I have a chance, I would love to go to one. Okay. But I don't want to go alone. <laughs> John's uh, pickle on a hot dog relish is uh, no. I I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen people get like actual like pickle slices like in with the hot dog. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, that's weird to me. On a burger, yeah, sure, but yeah, I don't know. Not on like a regular fucking sandwich. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, eh, keep the questions coming for John. John's uh, John's great at answering these questions. He's got good answers today. I can picture I you a, picture you at a wine tasting, just you know, swishing around, spitting it out. You're drinking water in between. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're speaking all sophisticated. I don't know what people say at wine tastings. I I would uh, make fun of you for that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I. Uh, I would probably go to a wine tasting. I don't know. John, what changes would you make to the band Metallica? I'm taking a sip of my drink. That's the point where you're supposed to talk. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking about Metallica, let's see. No, I don't want to make you mad, but I... I play <laughs> the changes of the band. <laughs> He's trying to pick his words carefully. He doesn't yeah. want to get kicked off the show. <laughs> I, I gotta watch what I say. 
I really do. Ask him a question about Taylor Swift next and see how Steph reacts. (laughs) Anyway. Don't ask me about that. Don't ask me about her. She's the devil. What's wrong with Taylor Swift? Come on. She's the devil. Taylor Swift is a badass, dude. She's the devil. Why is she the devil? I don't, and, and, and you got to recall that a couple of weeks ago, Steph said that she was God in the chat. We had to correct her and tell her it was Lemmy, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Lemmy is God. But, but, but why, is, why is Taylor Swift the devil? I'll get you out of this Metallica question here. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody says she's the devil. Who says she's the, the devil? The songwriting, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear everything. Like, <laughs> don't trust that girl. You, you do her wrong. She'll write a song about you and make it a hit. <laughs> I know people locally about who do that. So, uh, anyway, uh, John, do you think Taylor Swift is a good role mo- role model? I'm not answering that. <laughs> I'm not getting sued here. Yeah, Laura's getting you in que- getting you in trouble with everybody today. I'm not getting sued. <laughs> or a song written about you. Or a song written about me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you could uh, write a song about me. Easily, but I, I'm keeping my mouth shut about that question. I'm avoiding that question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Taylor Swift has a, a record store day release coming out this Saturday. Uh, and I I was uh, sent the song, or at least told to listen to the song. It wasn't bad. I liked it. I'm, I was like, hey, maybe I should get this for myself. But, uh, yeah, getting that for somebody else. So, <laughs> anyway. I got my record store day lists right here, actually. Very nice. Kirk Hammett is on it. So we were speaking about Metallica. Kirk Hammett has a new uh, solo release coming out this uh, Saturday for record store day. What's up? Uh, there's a Joan Jett acoustic album coming out on Saturday oh, really? for record store day. Nice. Uh, Kitty Spit is getting pressed on vinyl for record store day. Uh, the Offspring's greatest hits, The Proclaimers. Okay. The album with 500 Miles, that's coming nice. out coming out on a record store Can day. Cover that? Yeah. Uh, the new Red Hot Chili Peppers record, which I didn't get when I went to the record store a couple of weeks ago because they didn't have it. Uh, that is, a deluxe edition is coming out Saturday, so I'm going to try and grab that. Very nice. Uh, you got Everlast, the, the uh, Whitey Ford Sings the Blues. Everlast? Get, getting pressed on vinyl. Nice. Going to grab that one. Good band. Uh, Coolio, It Takes a Thief, his first Coolio, album, Fantastic Voyage, up. man. I, I got I got the record store exclusive of uh, Gangsta's Paradise nice. up in the stacks over here. Uh, so I gotta get One I gotta get It Takes a Thief. By, by him. And uh, and and of course I had to had to get the Rick Astley record. Of course, <laughs> of course you did. Uh, let's see. So back to the chat here. John, have you ever thought about changing your name to John? No. It's J-O-N. <laughs> I get the H. John, Jason Newstead, or Robert Trejo. I think he means Trujillo. <laughs> Metallica bass players. Okay. <laughs> oh. So like, uh, Black Album through Reload or Death Magnetic through... No, and Justice for All through Reload, or Death Magnetic and Hardwired. I'm going to go with 
the first one. With Jason Newstead. All right. Yes. All right. I get down with that. I like Jason. Kind of miss Jason, but I like Rob. Rob's been Rob is now the longest tenured bass player in Metallica history. So <laughs> Yeah, he's good. Yeah, no, he's fantastic, he's, man. He's Just, phenomenal. Yeah. I I I must have seen him with Suicidal when I saw Suicidal, but like I didn't know I wasn't like like super into like punk when I first when I saw Suicidal. Suicidal is amazing. So, like, I didn't, I was like, ooh, that's that band that does Institutionalize. Let's go see them. And we went and saw them, and they didn't play it. And I'm like, I didn't know any of those songs. And now I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have, like, seen them, you know, like, own this album before I saw them. But I own the, I own their album. And it's like, yeah, okay, fucking Suicidal's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is, I don't know, I don't know what you're, uh, oh, he's disagreeing that you should have, uh, that that you don't have the H. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's always been like that. It's weird because, like, yeah, no, like I know yeah. so many drummers named John J O N, and I don't know. I it's like I don't know any drummers named John J O H N uh, personally. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like MC Lars's drummer's name is John J O N, and like uh, it's funny because like he uh, there's a song on one of MC Lars's albums and it's called Thirty Five Laurel Drive and the whole song is just basically telling that dude to clean his house. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that dude randomly sent me a friend request like ten years ago. I'm like, holy shit, I know who this guy is, and then I met him. At Warp Tour, it was one of those things where, like, I'm watching this artist, uh, Kosha Dills, uh, who is uh, pretty uh, notorious for hanging out outside Madison Square Garden and rapping. Yeah. Um, so I, this dude's playing, and he comes over to the booth because it was the Warp Tour that we did the broadcast from. He comes over to the booth, and we're talking to him, and I'm like, "Hey, man, what'd you say your drummer's name was?" He says. He says, oh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, John Longley. Like, oh, shit, I know who that guy is. So I went and introduced myself. Because, uh, like, you know, hey, you you were MC Lars's drummer. I know who you are. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do we got going on here? I do know a Yes, I, uh, I know. Are you a drummer, though? I didn't know you were a drummer. If Anyway, if Joe were a supervillain, would he be a crime boss or a psychotic maniac? That's a good question. Uh, how, how do you view me in the realm of supervillainy? How, wh what would I be, a crime boss or a psychotic maniac? Psychotic. Psychotic maniac. Yeah. That's, that's probably a good uh, a good impression yeah. to make on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> psychotic. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> I am not a psychotic maniac to anybody out there who, oh, he's who, not. No, who would potentially same. date me. Anyway. <laughs> he's not. He's a great guy. Uh, let's see. John, favorite recipe with cherries? Cherries. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what kind of uh, foods do you like that have cherries in them? Obviously, you're going to grow cherries in your New York City rooftop. Cherry pie. Cherry pie. <laughs> I guess. I John's sitting there. He's got a whole cherry pie in front of him. He's got the warrant record playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can get down the warrant. <laughs> Uh, I'm all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we're getting into eighties references. I think we're we're maybe too old for this audience. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I should be in an eighties hair band. This is true. <laughs> maybe that's a, co- a song we should cover on the eighties album. We should. I just learned that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Nah, that song's a banger, dude. Like, subject matter aside. (laughs) A lot of those songs are really good, subject matter aside from the 80s. (laughs) Uh, John, where do lost things go? Lost and found. Lost and found, okay, okay. Uh, See, I had an answer right away, see? John, strangest soda pop you've ever drank. That's, uh... That's an interesting uh, soda pop. The drink Surge. Surge, yeah. Yeah. I remember Surge from the 90s. Yeah. Again, <laughs> probably uh, too old for our audience. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I remember Surge. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have an answer. I, I've, I've had, uh, dude, Pepsi Blue was fucking weird. Yeah, and fucking yeah, I did terrible. Have that. It was terrible. Yeah, I, I had one. Too. I drank one bottle. I'm like, nope, that's enough of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, coming up tomorrow night at Mohawk Place, it is uh, this following band, uh, Debrained with Anthropic and Scrotum. And the uh, that's at 7 p.m. It's $8. It's 18 and up. And uh, this is a song from D-Brained. It's called Exiled at Birth on All WNY. Think So Joe Show. <laughs>
brained, exiled at birth on all WNY Think So Joe show. Catch them tomorrow night at Mohawk Place with Anthropic and Scrotum. Great band names. Uh, tomorrow, 7 p.m., uh, $8 at the door, 18 and up with your ID. I don't know who's working the door at, uh, at uh, what you call it, uh, Mohawk anymore, but, uh, yeah. So, I don't know, but I'm sure they will enforce that you have your ID or throw you out on your... I saw somebody get thrown out on their fucking ass at Tudor the other night right. at the Rat Ops show. Yeah, oh my God, man. Tell like, me about that. Yeah, I was telling you a little bit. Uh, so, me and my buddy Weasel are just standing outside having a conversation. We don't see each other often. We see each other every now and then at Tudor shows, right? Um, so, you know, we're both, uh, we're both standing outside. We're just having a conversation. Uh, and this dude just kind of like, he's talking to uh, Meredith and my friend Jenny, and he's yeah. kind of like, uh, like uh, I don't mean to get physical with you here, buddy, but he's like, you know, like this and like all over them. And Meredith goes, that dude just touched my butt. And Jenny's like, he, dude, he did the same thing to me. And Weasel and I are like, wait, you didn't know that dude? No, we don't, we no idea who he is. Like, really? Yeah, no, we don't know who he is. Like, okay, that's just, that's, that's pretty creepy. So I see Weasel, like, storm into the bar. Because we're standing out on the patio. I see Weasel storm into the bar. I'm like, Weasel is about to fucking beat this dude's ass. And, like, he's going to get thrown out because, you know, Ryan's got to do his job. Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan Craig at Tudor. He's got to do his job. So if Weasel beats the fuck out of this dude, Ryan's going to have to throw him out, but yeah. it might be fucking worth it because, you know, <laughs> who is this guy? Why is, it, why is he, you know, doing, why is he molesting my friends? You know, like, yeah. uh, but no, Weasel goes in, Weasel comes right back. He's like, I just told Ryan to keep an eye on the guy. You know? Oh, really? That, that, that's not a weasel thing to do is like tell the bouncer to keep an eye on the guy. I'm surprised she didn't beat his ass, you know? Oh no, no, no. You know, I just told him five seconds later, you see Ryan just telling this dude to get out. And the guy's standing right in front of the door, right in front of Ryan, like squaring up to Ryan and Ryan's like this fucking big. And this dude's like this fucking oh, yeah, big. Right. So, so he's like, he's like, so yeah, how far Ryan's like the fuck out of here. How far? And other people are like, dude, to the fucking city's sidewalk. Get the fuck off the property. So he goes and he stands on the fucking sidewalk, right? At the edge of the fucking, you know, entrance of the patio. And he's just, you know, squaring up to everybody. He's flipping people off. He's shit-talking everybody. Finally, like, and, and I'm just like, I'm not going the fuck in the building. I already saw City Powered Radio. That's who I was really, truly there to see. I mean, I love Rat Ops, and I love Working Class Stiffs, and I love uh, Smitten for Trash. I love all the rest of the bands. I miss Smitten for Trash again, uh, and I keep missing them, and I keep feeling bad about it, but we will get on a bill with them at some point right. and, and make up for uh, November. Uh, but I'm a, so, like, I saw, like, I, I, uh, City Powered Radio already played, so I'm standing outside, and uh, working class tips are about to play. I'm standing outside, like, just, like, I ain't fucking going inside until this dude leaves or whatever happens. Like, if I, like, if, if you know, Ryan has got to fight this dude, I might have to jump in this. And I don't like to fight. I don't, I ain't trying to get arrested. 
Yeah. You know, like, what the fuck was going on when we were leaving Raw the other day? What was that dude saying? There was a dude behind us on the escalator. Oh, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was that? And these two assholes jumped on the escalator with us, uh, with me. It's like, and I'm looking at the guy. Like, who the fuck is this guy? He's, like, talking shit about uh, apparently us. Gotta be us. I don't know who the fuck he's talking about. I'm just, like, I'm just gonna he's ignore like this. On the, he's on the phone with somebody. These two assholes are just cut right in front of me. Yeah, is that what he thought we did? I don't yeah. fucking know. Anyway. I was like, shit, I was about to say something. Like, I was like, anyway. not even worth the time. No, exactly. And it's like, dude, we're, I'm too old for that shit. I don't yeah. want like, fuck this guy. Who cares? I don't give a shit. You're mad at me for getting in front of you on the fucking escalator? Okay, you should have fucking gotten there first. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I, anyway, so I'm like standing outside. The guy might have to fucking jump in and start helping beat this dude the fuck up. Because, like... He's squaring up to my to my male friends, molesting my fucking female friends. Like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? So I'm just standing Everything out there, like, watching. Like. Yeah, like, watching all this unfold. Finally, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go back in. It seems like nothing's going to come of this. So I go inside. I see, like, one working class stiff song. And I see Ryan start chasing this dude down the fucking street. So I go back outside. Because <laughs> you, know, you know, like, know you can Ryan. see you yeah. can see out the window behind yeah. the bands. So I'm watching. I see Ryan chasing this dude. So I'm like, okay, time to go back outside. Uh, apparently, I guess, there, there was these dudes uh, in, like, pajamas, basically. Like, 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 costume pajamas. Which, okay, cool. To each their own, you know. Um... Uh, I guess he, like, shoved one of them. So Ryan was like, okay, you gotta fucking go now. And, like, chased him down the fucking street. So, like, what the fuck, man? Lots of, uh, you know, one guy causing that much fucking trouble. But, uh, you know, he's he's lucky he fucking got out of there with just being chased down the street by Ryan instead of getting his ass beat by, like, everybody. So, you know, smart punks in Buffalo. <laughs> Smart punks in Buffalo don't want to fucking get in trouble. <laughs> don't we we know better? I guess I don't know, um, but uh, yeah. So that was that was my Saturday, <laughs> and then we saw the fight in front of us at fucking Monday Night Raw, and then the guy behind us, call, you know, what talking shit about us for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. Uh, Not worth the time to argue with a dude. Let's get back to the chat section here and uh, yeah. see what's going on. So uh, the question before the break about the about the weirdest pop is, uh, John there had uh, bubblegum flavored pop. Really? I think I've had bubblegum flavored I never pop. had it. Maybe. I don't know. It seems like a flavor that I might have tried once or twice. I don't know. Uh, John, your thoughts on MySpace? It used to be like the greatest thing ever when I was like 16. <laughs> For Facebook, raw was uh, raw was indeed yes, in Buffalo. If you watch that, Buffalo. if you watch that uh, double commitment ceremony, yeah. you will definitely. I I didn't. Uh, you watched it back. I haven't. Uh, but I would imagine that during that segment, you will hear the Bills fans yelling, uh, singing an Isley Brothers song at the top of their lungs. Yeah. I, I would imagine if you watch that content back. And our, our truth, truth actually acknowledged so, yeah, it. Yeah, so. he acknowledged that he sang it back. <laughs> it was pretty good. And, and, like, for anybody that knows me and knows, like, why I really find that annoying, 
it's because of like people doing it in inappropriate times to a point where the people performing have to be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Which is basically, you know, like our truth is like, when we get, look, let us get through this, then y'all can hey, 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 it all you want, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, he's saying it, he's saying it though. He just, just said it. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. Do you guys play video games and what video games? What video games do you like to play, John? You play video games? Yeah. Are you, are you, I mean, like, if Ryan were sitting here, he'd be, like, uh, going on a 15-minute diatribe about Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anything with zombies. Anything with zombies, all right. Or hockey, or... I, uh, I, I like my fighting games. I like my yeah, NHL games. games. I, I always buy the WWE games, but I don't play them, like, all the time. This one's actually I, not too bad. I know it's boring as a hobby. I, I like golfing. Golfing? Okay. Okay. I enjoy the game. I, uh, I, I play Animal Crossing every day. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, like I, can't, I, I can't play, like, first-person shooters. It's weird. Like, I literally physically can't. And it's been, like, since Doom, I cannot physically play first-person shooters. And it's apparently, like, it's the same mechanism that does, uh, that causes, like, seasickness if you're on yeah. a boat. So, like, I physically cannot play, like, first-person shooter games. John and Joe, favorite wrestling crowd chant. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Mine's uh Cena sucks. What? Cena sucks. What? Cena sucks. <laughs> uh I, I don't know that I uh oh, wait. asshole. That's a good one. <laughs> Merch that thinks so Joe.com. New t shirt went up today. Buy it. Anyway. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. Uh I mean I was part of that uh fantastic uh WrestleMania 29 raw crowd like the night after WrestleMania 29 where we just chanted for every fucking thing. So I think maybe my favorite wrestling chant I've ever gotten to participate in was like uh Cotton Candy. <laughs> Wait, what? We were chanting for this. We were so go if you go and you watch the raw after WrestleMania 29, right? Yeah. Find the match. It's Randy Orton versus Sheamus. They're fighting over who gets to fight the big show, right? So if you go find this, uh, if you go find this clip uh, or, or watch this on the network or whatever, um, like throughout the match, the crowd just does not give a fuck because these two guys fought each other like every fucking week before this too. So we're like, we don't give a shit. Like, so they start chanting for Mike Kyoto, the referee. They start chanting for JBL and Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler on commentary. They start chanting for Randy Savage, who's long since dead. Uh, during the commercial break, we're chanting for X-Pac, who's in a luxury box behind me. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they start chanting for the cotton candy guy, <laughs> who's, who's out in the crowd selling cotton candy. And then it devolves into, like, that side sucks, that side sucks. And, uh, so, like, that whole fucking match was just, like, the most fun I've ever had at a wrestling show because we just didn't give a shit about what was going on in the fucking ring. Like, a wave broke out in the middle of that match. So, anyway. (laughs) So, probably cotton candy. 
Uh, anyway. Uh, John, first ever NHL game did you play? When did you when did you play your first NHL game? Which one? Are you like back in the Sega Genesis era? Or did you come up more like in the PlayStation or I would say Sega. Sega? Okay. That was the first actually one I so like when I was a kid. So like ninety four, ninety five, or yeah. did you play like the NHL PA ninety three or it would be ninety four or ninety five. I'd say ninety four, ninety five for me too. Uh, maybe NHLPA ninety three played with probably with my cousin. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, did you ever play Mutant League hockey for Sega Genesis? Dude, you got to play Mutant League hockey for yeah, the Sega Genesis. And I don't know. That actually. game is. You like it's games? Been a long time. You like games with zombies? It's not quite zombies, but there's like skeletons yeah. and there's demons and there's robots and uh, you know uh, uh, what do you call them? Like ogres and shit. Like <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, did you ever play Mutant League football? Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically that on oh, skates. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, the ECW crowd chants were brutal. I was there during original ECW. I can't believe what they chanted. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I never got to go to an original ECW show. Me either. Uh, I've been to a WWE CW show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was like the Hardys versus Eminem were on that show. It's like, okay, that's I'm cool with this. <laughs> um, but I, I have definitely uh, watched a ton of ECW, and yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I'm well aware of some of those crowd chants. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh, yeah. No, but uh, yeah, we I I still say WrestleMania 29 was was my favorite time to ever be in a wrestling crowd and chanting with with people, and definitely uh, you know really enjoyed when they were chanting for the cotton candy vendor. So <laughs> I wonder what chant we're gonna hear at SummerSlam. <laughs> Who knows? Hard, okay. Uh, bad spelling aside here. Yes, Hardy's versus Eminem. It was not the pay per view. It was actually just a random episode of uh, e ECW on uh, Sci-Fi. I wish I. You know what? Really, you know what match I really wish I was at was uh, when they had the ladder match, the Hardys and Eminem, where Joey Mercury's face exploded. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no, I, no, I was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Hardys and Eminem. It was on. Uh, it was on ECW on Sci-Fi, uh, which was taped after SmackDown. Actually, it was live after SmackDown because SmackDown was, was taped on Tuesdays back then. That was on a pay-per-view. No, it wasn't. A, it was, well, I mean, they they had it on the like they were on the ECW uh, December to December show, but I didn't go to that show. Uh, no, I I saw and I saw ECW on Sci-Fi. So, <laughs> yeah, because that was a show. Yeah. Before NXT. Yeah. And 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 the NXT and, and that was a show that was before the NXT that was before the NXT that was before this NXT. So, <laughs> what bloody match in wrestling made you cringe? And this was directed at both of us, Steve Carino and Jerry Lynn. Uh, I mean. Probably that fucking Joey Mercury match. 
Oh yeah. man, his face just like exploded. <laughs> yeah, I there was uh, one uh there's a couple. Uh one was Impact Wrestling. It was a ladder match. I think it was a six a six-way ladder match, I think. Something like that. Uh but the spot involved Kurt Angle and AJ Styles. Uh and like AJ Irish whipped Kurt into a uh, a ladder and Kurt hit the you know the little fucking uh thing that like stabilizes the ladder yeah face first and was just gushing blood everywhere uh and the other would maybe be the uh Bob Holly Rob Van Dam match we've talked about this not yeah. on the show but uh we've talked about there was a Bob Holly Rob Van Dam match on ECW on Sci-Fi uh, where uh, Holly took a bump through a table and it just sliced his back open. Yeah, really bad. And, like, I was like, okay, this dude's a real fucking badass fighting through that and finishing this match. He was in the Richmond Coliseum for that match with, uh, with uh, Jerry Lynn and Steve Carino. Okay. Yeah. Uh, M&M, plain or peanut? <laughs> uh, peanut. Peanut. Definitely. I, I have peanut M&Ms in the house. So. <laughs> I do? I do. I do. I just opened them this morning. I'm like, oh yeah, I have M&Ms. <laughs> I'm going to eat some M&Ms. Bring back velocity. <laughs> oh God, I remember that show. Oh, oh no, he was there for the Joey Mercury ladder match spot at Armageddon. Oh. Oh, man, yeah, no, that was, yeah. I can't, I, just seeing that, like, I didn't see it live either. Like, I saw it, like, on a replay later, and it was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? You know, like, like. What years? I've been to Armageddon in Buffalo. No, Jeff Hardy won the title. He's saying the the one at at the Richmond Coliseum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Armageddon uh, in Buffalo. I missed that. Uh, so I was with my ex-wife at the time, and she was a huge, huge Jeff Hardy fan, and we didn't get tickets to the show. I ended up having to work. Um, so I'm sitting at work, and I am illegally streaming WWE Armageddon on the work computers because there's nothing else going on. Yeah. So I'm just watching on the fucking work computers, watching Jeff Hardy win the WWE title in Buffalo, knowing full well that like, crap, I'm gonna have to tell her she won. He won the title. She's gonna be like super fucking upset about it. And I text her a picture of Jeff Hardy with a belt, and she's like, "Why would you tell me this? I'm so upset about it. like, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you want from me? Like, <laughs> your your favorite wrestler won the title. You want me to not tell you? You know, I don't know." That was that was a uh, really good pay per view actually. Yeah, was that the one? Was the BWO? No, that was the Great American Bash no. with the BWO. I didn't go to that either. That I that, wanted to go so bad. I was trying to get out of work and trying to get tickets to see the BWO wrestle the Mexicals on fucking <laughs> on in Buffalo at the Great American Bash, and I didn't get to go. I didn't go to that one. I have never seen the Blue Meanie wrestle live. And you can confirm Blue Meanie is one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh, yeah. 
So <laughs> you're never rocking s- out the BWO shirt to day of Raw. Wore the BWO shirt to Raw. I got a blue meanie autograph picture up on the de- on the on the shelf over there. Like, but I have never seen the blue meanie wrestle. Either. I- or Nova, for that matter. I've seen I've seen Stevie Richards wrestle a couple of times. Anymore? Uh yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Have you ever played uh, Retromania Wrestling? No. You got to play Retromania. The whole BWO is in that game. Um, I'm waiting. They're still supposed to be releasing like DLC with like Chris Bay and Mr. Hughes and somebody else. I forget who, but um, but no, that's a it's a fun game, man. You like uh, if you like uh, WrestleFest. Yeah. The old arcade game, like you'll you'll really like uh, retro uh, retromania. So, oh no, we're if, if, yeah. If we're talking about blood and and, and bloody uh, bloody things that make you cringe, there's one. Clint Malarchuk in 1989. That's that's not wrestling. That is hockey. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure uh, Johnny Mercury there knows what I'm talking about. Being yeah. a hockey aficionado, I'm sure you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, he saw the Blue Meanie wrestle in ECW when he was the Blue Boy. The Blue Boy. The Blue Boy when he lost all that weight and he was with uh, Jasmine St. Clair. Okay. That was like towards the end of ECW there. But, but yeah. Uh, fucking Clint Malarchuk, man. There's a, band, there's a band in Buffalo called Malarchuk. Um, but if anybody doesn't know what, what the Clint Malarchuk thing is, it's... Uh, the Buffalo Sabres goaltender uh, in a game against the St. Louis Blues uh, caught a skate to the throat. And I, I realized putting my hand here blocks my microphone. So he caught a skate to the throat. And just blood is everywhere, just spurting out onto the ice. And, like, the the trainer for the Sabres gets out on the ice and jams his thumb into the fucking wound, and literally, that is what, that's the only reason Clint Malarchuk is alive today, is because he basically put his thumb in there and stopped the fucking artery from bleeding out. Got him to the back, got him to the hospital, he came back three games later. Probably shouldn't have, but he came back three, three games later. Now, a similar thing happened years later in Buffalo uh, to one of the Florida Panthers, and the name escapes me off the top of my head. Somebody in the chat, if you know, let me know. Um, yeah, CJ, yeah, I told you he would know. Uh, as a goalie, I always wear a neck guard in case, because of the Clint Millarchuk incident. So it happened to one of the Florida Panthers. Uh, caught a skate from his own teammate right in the throat, and he's bleeding, and it's happening here in Buffalo. And uh, the commentators are Harry Neal and Rick Jenneret. And Harry Neal goes, uh, oh, man, you know, I, I've never seen anything like this. And RJ just goes, well, unfortunately, I have. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, he totally did. He was definitely calling that game with Clint Malarchuk. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's, uh, that's probably a good reminder if you are playing hockey to, uh, yeah, Jokinen. Oh, uh, Jokinen was uh, was the player I'm referring to. Um, thank you for uh, for getting that info to me. Um, but yeah, it was just and the game just stopped when that happened. Like they took him to the hospital uh, and they just stopped until they got like the notification, like the the uh, you know notification that he was going to be okay. 
Yeah. Uh, Clint Malarchuk later on, later on went on to shoot himself intentionally, trying to kill himself, and survived, and is now like getting mental help and everything. So he's doing much better now, uh, thankfully. And and for anybody out there, I mean, like at the end of the show every week, we put up the graphic that has like important phone numbers, including like the suicide hotline, things like that. So if you are uh, feeling down, please do not shoot yourself. No. <laughs> please reach out to. Uh, reach out to your friends, reach out to family, reach yeah. out to this, you know, the suicide hotline or anything, you know, there, there is help out there yes. and there, there is, uh, you know, reason to go on. Um, John thoughts on gloves. <laughs> I do, uh, I do like gloves. I mean, I wear, I wear some when I ride my motorcycle, so. My thoughts on gloves. Uh, yeah, I I prefer them for certain things, you know. Michael Neuverth, when he played for the Flyers, passed out on the ice. Very scary. What about Rich Peverly? Let's talk about that. Uh, the Dallas Stars passing out in the like just uh, passing out on the bench early in a fucking game. There's actually a a, 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 a things you might not know about this, uh, which is. You know, a, a lot of the video is about the Rich Peverly incident, but it's more about Nathan Horton scoring a goal, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Rich Peverly passed out in the middle of the game, first period, early in the first period, passes out, like, basically his heart stopped. And they got a doctor out of the stands to come, like, do CPR and basically, uh, you know, save his life. And the first thing he said when he came to, he looked at Lindy Ruff, who was the coach of the Stars at the time. He said, how much time's left in the period? He wanted to go back on the ice. He never, he never played again. He's healthy now. He's okay. He's good. He's, good. you know, but, but like, yeah, he, he wanted to go right back out after having a heart attack on the ice. <laughs> Hockey idea. players are tough, man. Hockey players are badasses. I thought they have no teeth, though. It's true. Uh... I can reach out to John if I feel low. Yes. Yes, she can. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. She has so many questions. Oh, look, Leedles is watching. <laughs> happy Banana Day to my uh, yellow sauce brethren there, and also happy 420 to all of you who uh, who, who participate and celebrate. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know. What, what what is a roll a light a fatty for for this pimp daddy? Get on Double the hoe train. No, get on the hoe train, right? Like oh, Godfather. <laughs> that that pimp daddy. Okay. I mean, I guess Snoop too, and I, I ice ice tea, you know. But anyway, uh, John and Joe, what's a better documentary about? I don't. I've never seen either of these hockey documentaries here. Yeah. Uh, ice Guardians or Last of the Gladiators. I gotta I, I gotta get on that. I haven't watched many like hockey documentaries. I watched the Clint Malarchuk, like the the thirty for thirty short that ESPN did, obviously because that's how I know like a lot of, uh, you know, the post incident stuff about Clint Malarchuk. Um, I haven't really watched a lot of uh, hockey documentaries, which is weird. I, I watched like hockey movies, like you know Goon and Mighty Ducks, and uh, oh, yeah. uh, it was a slap shot and slap shot. Yeah. But I I haven't watched those documentaries. Neither. I don't know. I'm supposed to have a have a date night where I'm just sitting around watching documentaries. So maybe I'll be like, "Yo, we gotta watch these hockey documentaries too." <laughs> these nature documentaries are great. Let's watch this hockey documentary. 
Favorite enforcer in hockey, Rob Ray. Easily Rob Ray. Uh, yeah. Rob Ray? Okay. Yeah. The Tampa fan here. Going with Rob Ray. Rob Ray, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. So, so I I tell this story all the time. I actually have this book. It is called uh, uh, Major Misconduct. Yeah. And it's about fighting in hockey. And it's, uh, it was written in the aftermath of, um, oh, what the fuck, his name escapes me. He used to play for the Sabres and committed suicide. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, but it's in the aftermath of a player committing suicide after, you know, years of concussions and uh, having CTE, which they can't diagnose CTE until after death. Um, but he had CTE and they, uh, you know, they, they, that was basically what caused his depression and led to his suicide. Uh, so this book, uh, it's called major misconduct and it goes into, uh, basically the consequences of fighting in hockey. And so now I kind of, whenever I see a fight, when I'm at a game, I'm like, ah, I don't know, you know, like I get it. And, like, usually it's like, okay, there's a good reason why they're fighting, but at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, but do I really want to see these guys basically shorten their lives for my entertainment here? Because, you know, the crowd goes nuts whenever there's a fight at a hockey game. But But after reading that book, it's kind of like, oh, man, like, do I, like, do I really enjoy this? And, and, and I'm a guy who, uh, my old roommate bought like a three hour fucking video cassette of, uh, no, it's not Brian Spencer. Um, I'll come up with the name after, uh, during the song break. Um, we watched a, uh, like a three hour fucking VHS tape of, of nothing but Rob Ray fights. Yeah. So like, you know, to go from, oh shit, yeah, Rob Ray's the fucking best man to, uh, Oh, shit, man. How much damage did he actually fucking do to himself over the course of his career? You know? I mean, like, obviously, he seems to be doing okay. He's doing the Sabres broadcast. He seems happy enough. Um, I mean, it probably didn't hurt that he won most of those fights. You know? How how is, like, Ty Domi doing after fighting Rob Ray a bunch of times? You know, that's another story, I guess. But, um, yeah, get get your merch. Anyway, uh... Yeah, I'll come up with a name during the song break. It's just escaping me at the moment. Uh, speaking of the song break, uh, it is 420, and of course we got to play Days Ago on 420, because... <laughs> anyway. Uh, but they are also performing Friday at Nietzsche's with Bobby and the Pedestrians. That show at 9 p.m. It's $10 at the door and 21 and up with your ID at Nietzsche's. Uh, and this is a song about smoking weed. It's called Demonize the Smoke on all WNY Think So Joe Show. I'd rather be smoking blood till I'm coughing Till I'm dead in my coffin I will be smoking It's awesome It feels amazing when I'm chilling and blazing And even though I'm Caucasian My eyes feel all like an Asian In the sun bacon 
While my girl is sunbathing, I'm spreading lotion on her skin like it's my favorite thing to do. But it's not, I'd rather sit back and roll a joint or two off some chronic. I just don't get people's logic. They keep talking about marijuana as if it were demonic. While they sip the gin and tonic, telling me that weed is bad for me. Oh yeah, or oh, how's that Xanax treating you, Susie? You floozy, keep boozing and telling me that I'm losing. Just because I have a different habit than you're choosing. I'm not cool, I'm lazy. I don't care if you hate me. Cause I'm a fucking pothead to get used to it, baby. Well, every single day. They're trying to tell me what to do and what to say. How to behave But I won't listen So quit your bitching Whoa They're trying to demonize smoke Trying to demonize smoke Demonized well, knick-knack, paddy-whack, give pills to the addict But condemn me for smoking weed to cure my sadness The madness that happens when their lips start flapping is tragic They cannot think of a different aspect They reject the intellect while lacking respect They need to learn to keep the buds on deck To smell a water, smoke a bong or two Roll a few doobies up and do what homies do Just get me some food, yeah well, every single day they're trying to tell me what to do and what to say. Like it'll be okay. But I'm not sure that it will be. No, no, no. They're trying to demonize the smoke. So let them demonize the smoke. They want to demonize the smoke. To let him demonize the smoke. To let him demonize the smoke. To let him demonize the smoke. Days ago on all WNY Think So Joe show, we were totally prepared for the end of that song. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I keep seeing all these uh, Tony Khan will make a huge sandwich posts on uh, Dynamite tonight. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Steve Montador, for anybody who's not in the uh, YouTube chat and wants to know, was the name of the Sabres player uh, who had CTE and committed suicide and uh, was basically the catalyst for uh, that book called Major Misconduct. Um, I, I miss running a hockey blog in a sense of, like, I kind of miss getting free books all the time. <laughs> I, they would send me books all the time, like, hey, do you want this book? Yes, I do. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, and, uh, like, if you ever see me with yellow sauce when I'm on stage reading, like, the book that I was previously reading with yellow sauce was, uh, a book about the, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and, like, the beginnings of professional ice hockey, um, uh, that was written by a former Canadian prime minister. <laughs> that was the book that I read for most of uh, the time I've been on stage with Yellow Sauce. I got to find a new book. I'm actually like, the last show we played, I was like, I need a book to read. And I just grabbed like the first book that would fit the book cover, which was uh, Eric Bischoff's Controversy Creates Cash, which I've read before. So it's like, eh, you know, just uh, something to read, I guess. But uh, yeah, Steve Montador was the Sabres player. Uh, very sad. John, how can we improve hockey? First of all, 
First of all, get rid of that over-the-glass delay of game penalty. That is fucking yeah. bullshit. I fucking hate that. I don't give a shit who, what team it's against. I fucking hate it. It's the reason the Sabres didn't fucking win the, didn't go on to win the cup in, uh, what was it, 07 when they fucking played the, uh, they lost to the Hurricanes in seven. Took the Hurricanes seven fucking games to beat a depleted Sabres roster and then took them seven games to beat an Edmonton Oilers team without a starting goaltender. <laughs> anyway, I'm not bitter. <laughs> uh, you really want to see bitter talk about 1999, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, we can't all just uh, cheat our way to championships. Hey, no. So we didn't cheat. No. Here's how we can. Here's no. how we can improve no. hockey. Here's how we can improve no, hockey. Don't listen to him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do not listen to him. Here's how we can improve hockey. You take away that rule that says that you can take a player off of IR and go over your salary cap going into the playoffs. What the fuck was that with Kucherov last year? Yeah, no, you didn't cheat. Okay. No, you technically did Tim not. was number one. You technically did not cheat. And we're going to win it three times in a row. You technically did, we did not, not cheat. cheat. We did not cheat. Technically. We did not cheat. Technically, you did not cheat. But, man, anybody who's anybody who was, like, watching and seeing what Tampa did, they're like, how the fuck is that legal? But it is. So, technically, we're you innocent. didn't cheat. We're innocent. Technically, you didn't cheat, but that is some bullshit. That's what Vegas is going to have to do, though, because Vegas has, like, cap issues. So, they're going to have to pull the same shit that Tampa Bay did and use that fucking loophole. Uh Besides Buffalo, uh, favorite uh, favorite throwback jersey. Ooh, favorite throwback hockey jersey. Ooh, that's a good question. That is a man. good one. Hartford Whalers, man. Whenever, whenever the whenever the Canes wear those fucking Whalers jerseys, man, that logo I, was brilliant. I was a big Mighty Ducks. Mighty fan, Ducks. So I had so to like go the, with the. Like the like the like the old school like the triangle fucking like Disney logo yeah 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 okay yeah I like those I I'm uh, they they brought back the fucking Wild Wing jersey for fucking the the reverse retro program last year which was like crazy because like holy shit they never like like that's always like regarded as like one of the worst jerseys so it's crazy that they just brought it back for that program you know what needs to come back is the fucking Dallas Mooderus. It's a cow skull that looks like a uterus. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show it to you after yeah, the, you in the song break. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, we've we've definitely talked, uh, not you and I, but it has definitely come up on the show about uh, bad hockey jerseys. <laughs> the fucking L.A. Kings Burger King jersey. <laughs> John, thoughts on Halloween? And I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I get in trouble when I talk about Halloween. <laughs> my thoughts on Halloween? Your thoughts on Halloween. My favorite holiday. Your so. favorite holiday. I love it. <laughs> I love Halloween. Uh, only 200 and something more days till Christmas. <laughs> no. You know, there's two Christmas stores I saw on Saturday at Easton Hills Mall. <laughs> two, there's two. There's two. two. One across the street. One... They're selling Christmas trees already. I don't understand <laughs> it. And then right next to us, right next to us, the wrestling school I told you about. Wrestling, yeah, wrestling. There's school. a wrestling ring 
right in one of the stores. <laughs> so you guys, so, so like, <laughs> um, somebody asked me like a year ago about getting trained in wrestling. And I like, like I would fucking know, <laughs> you know, like, I, yes, I have worked on the fringes of the pro wrestling industry for like the last decade, but I've never actually been in the wrestling industry to know uh, enough to be like, yes, this is where you can get trained. Apparently you can get trained at the Eastern Hills Mall. So anybody who's watching who knows the person that I'm talking about can tell them that that's where they can go. Anyway, <laughs> because I sure as fuck didn't respond. Um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Let me see. Once it's now Disney didn't understand. Oh, don't understand. Disney is buying up everything. Why don't they just buy back the ducks and turn them back into the mighty ducks? I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, it was cool when they were the mighty ducks. <laughs> and then they, then they like shoehorned in the fucking uh, arrowhead pond into the fucking uh, second mighty ducks movie. Just because so yeah. they, they already had all the fucking graphics programmed. So it's like, Hey, uh, so how do we get this into the pond? What, what, what can we do in the story to move this to the I arrowhead pond? <laughs> uh, yeah. The arrowhead pond where the boyhood dream became a reality. When the greatest of all time won the world wrestling federation champion championship from that other guy. <laughs> I, I did watch the reboot of the mighty ducks on Disney. Have Plus. you? Is it any good? I haven't seen yes, it yet. It's it, okay. It, from, all the old characters come back and stuff. And uh, Bombay doesn't... He hates hockey at first. Right. Much so like... it yeah. took some time to get him to coach okay. the team. But it it brought back some memories. I was like, it was pretty good. I They only made one season. It's worth watching, I think. Normally, I wouldn't acknowledge uh, anything where she's using this name that doesn't exist. Uh, favorite voiceover line. I did an entire voiceover once... And I wish I could find this. I wish I had the script still, uh, or the audio for that matter. I did an entire voiceover where uh, it was for an insurance company, and the entire thing was references to The Simpsons and things that Homer would need insurance for. <laughs> it was for somebody. What the fuck was it? I think it was like in Calgary or something. Was this insurance place? Uh, so, so it's entirely possible people I know have heard this spot. Uh, but yeah, definitely, uh, that, that would be, uh, right up there. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of wrapping my head around the fact that a video I recorded and sold has 74,000 views and one that I worked really hard on has 11. <laughs> I tagged WrestleMania in a tweet about it, so I'm hoping maybe he'll retweet like, hey, you should check out Joe's other channel. <laughs> You know. So then all the wrestling fans come over to the channel and like, hey, Slat Rock. <laughs> I read the comments on my video that, that WrestleMania bought and put up. And I'm reading the comments and it's like, it's like, oh, hey, this was recorded by the Slat Rock guy. I'm like, how the fuck do they know? <laughs> like, I, I don't think that I'm like, have a credit over there of, uh, you know, under the name Think So Joe. So, like, how... they it, Maybe they just heard me telling you, yeah, I was over in 101 for ba for, for uh, Kofi destroying the fucking uh, NASCAR or whatever, right? So... 
you know. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, and and some guy message you know tweets me out of the blue today. Hey, are you the guy that fills in for WrestleMania? I'm like, I don't want to answer this because I don't know what the follow up question is gonna be. Yeah. Like, what what is the follow up if I say, yeah, I'm the guy who fills in for WrestleMania? Is it gonna be, dude, you suck? Or like, oh, hey, yeah, no, can you voice my channel? And then I'm like, no, I'm already voicing three fucking wrestling channels. And then occasionally two others. Like, I don't need to add any more of these. <laughs> At least I'm not fucking Van Venom anymore. Right, Laura? <laughs> uh, anyway. I don't know why the fuck. I was doing like a Robbie Takak voice for this fucking Van Venom character. So I'm in there like... Oh, and this happened on Monday Night Raw. And like, I, it would suck. I would have to do it last. Because if I did it before I did other voiceovers, it couldn't fucking work. So I had to do it last every night. Uh, most, uh, first ever famous hockey player. Uh, so not the most famous hockey player, but the first famous hockey player you've ever met. Um, I think I, I think on both of those fronts is Dominic Hasek for me. Uh, Pat LaFontaine. Pat LaFontaine, Nice. All right, all right. He was, he, that, believe it or not, I was a Sabres fan. I don't like that idol. guy who fills on uh, fills in he for Lamia. Idol. <laughs> yeah, nobody likes that guy who fills in for WrestleMania. That's why I didn't want to respond to the guy because, like, what 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 kind of hate mail am I opening myself up to? Hate tweets if I say yes, I'm the guy who fills in when when uh, re- when the regular guy goes on fucking vacation or whatever. <laughs> uh I mean, there's been months where he's, like, paid my rent, so uh, <laughs> I'll take the hate comments, but what are you going to do? Yeah, no, I, uh, I I met Dominic Hasek and Rob Ray and I think Michael Pekka at the Summit Park Mall in in uh, Wheatfield. <laughs> really? Yeah, they were doing a signing. So, And that was, like... 98, 99, somewhere around there. So, like, around, like, that uh, year we should have won the cup. Didn't was, didn't lose the cup, but we didn't win the cup either, so. There was a rink they used to practice at uh, off of um, Niagara Falls Boulevard. Uh, Sa- was that uh, Saberland? Yeah. Okay. That's where I met the Sabres. That's where I met LaFontaine and I saw Dominic Cache. Okay, yeah, yeah, because they used to go there. They used to do that all the time. So I'm sure my little cousins probably met them because she used to, like, figure skate there. And that's where I started my hockey career. Okay. So. John, how do we lower the prawn population? Is that something we want to do? I don't know what prawns are. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer <laughs> for that. I don't even know what that is. Uh, are we? Are, well, tell me. Would it be me, a good thing to lower the prawn population? Give me something. Like. Thoughts on what culture? I like what what culture, man. That's uh, I, I watch their shit all the time. So uh, I, it's funny because I don't watch shit that I I don't watch shit that I voice, but I watch all the what all the what culture shit. I watch like wrestling with regret and all that. So, um, but like what culture? I was watching. Uh, they did the ups and downs for WrestleMania at WrestleMania. Yeah. So like Simon Miller's just outside with a microphone, just. Doing ups and downs and people keep interrupting him. It was great. <laughs> now, what what culture is cool, man? Like they're they're very uh, they do very wholesome, uh, you know, wrestling videos, which is cool. Um, what about you? Have you watch you ever watch what culture? Simon Miller and Adam Wilborn and all them guys. 
No? Uh, okay, you got to check out some white culture, man. They, they got some good you, lists. You, you could probably show me. Yeah, they got some good lists, man. Check them out. Uh, John's, are hospitals in Chile good? Wait, what? Are, are the hospitals good in Chile? I've never been there, so I can't tell you. Yeah. Question for both. Greatest Sabres player ever. Okay. Oh, uh... Miroslav Shatan. <laughs> just gonna get a jersey with Satan on the back of it. That's what I actually. Oh, I, got, I just got the black fucking goat head jersey. I should fucking totally get Miro Satan's name and number on it. Pekka. Okay, Pekka. Uh, my favorite was Yuri Novotny, and and I know that's a weird ass answer, but like, my birthday is November thirteenth, and his name is Novotny, and his number was thirteen, so it's Nov thirteen. Like, yeah, I gotta get that guy's jersey. I never did, but you know. Uh, re- really though, greatest, greatest Sabres player ever, Danny Briere. Okay, okay. Probably Danny Briere. Uh, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a little young for, uh, like, uh, 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 why the fuck is the name of, uh, escaping me of the fucking, the, the original Sabre, uh, Guy Lafleur's name is coming to my mind, but I know he was a Montreal Canadian, and I can't. Why the fuck is it? I'm drawing a blank here again. Um, fuck, that's gonna bug me. I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> it's the simplest fucking thing, and I should know it just right off the top of my head. First Buffalo Saber. I like your background. Uh, Buffalo Sabers. Okay, it's not giving me the actual answer I'm looking for here. <laughs> giving you merch? It's selling me merch, yeah. Uh, Pictures, videos. I don't know why his name is, is completely blanking me right now. Uh, but I was, like, not around for, like, the French Connection and all that. So, like, I'm sure, uh, you know, those guys are probably, like, the greatest sabers. But, like, you know... From my time watching, I got to, like, Danny Briere was fucking amazing uh, in his time here, along with Chris Drury. And it was just a shame that they lost both of them for nothing. Uh, greatest hockey nickname. Uh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> There's been so many. I mean, the Dominator, I guess. Dominic Hasek, right? Dominator? Yeah. Because that's what he did. He dominated everybody. John, if there was... Uh, John, there was a car crash in Egypt. Can you tell Joe? We won't... We hope it won't have an impact on his day. No one was injured. If no one was injured, it won't... Ha- it's fine. I hope everybody's okay. Yeah. Hope, it, okay. hope everybody gets their insurance taken care of. I don't know how insurance works in Egypt. <laughs> oh, man. It is going to bug me. What the fuck is the name of this? <laughs> Here we go. We'll just Buffalo Sabres French Connection. Uh, Gilbert Perrault. That's the okay. name. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why it was escaping me. <laughs> the legend. The first Sabre. Oh, legend. Yeah. You know that story, right? Of how he became a Sabre? Uh, so. Yeah. So there was there was two teams coming to the league. There was Vancouver and there was Buffalo. And yeah. they had this wheel, right? Yeah. And 
So, like, the, the Canucks got, like, the first half of the numbers, and the Sabres got the second half of the numbers. Yeah. And they spun the wheel, and it landed on uh, whatever Perot's number was, which I think was 11, right? And, um, and they misread it. They thought it was one, so it would have been a Vancouver pick. And then they're like, oh, no, we fucked up. No, it's Buffalo. Buffalo gets the pick. And Gilbert Perot was the pick, and that's why he wore number 11, is because that's the number the fucking wheel landed on for him to end up as a Buffalo Sabre. You know the story of Taro Sujimoto, right? The greatest Sabre player to never exist? Yeah. Okay. okay. Dad told me that. Yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> there's a good thing, you, there's a things you might not know video about it. I'm not going to say it's a good one because it was like the second one I ever did and it's fucking terrible, so don't go back and watch it, but it's out there. <laughs> that's a great, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great story, you know. Of, uh, they were just fucking bored, so they're like, hey, why don't we just make up a player this round? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, you know, great, uh, great bit of Buffalo Sabres lore. I'll tell you what, man, like, uh, best quarterback in Bill's history. Best quarterback in Best Bill's quarterback history. in Bill's history. You know, not a Bills fan. Okay. But, but when you think of the Buffalo Bills and you think of successes that the Buffalo Bills have had, who do you think of? Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Do you know something about Jim Kelly? Do you know that he did not want to be a Buffalo Bill and actively refused to join the NFL because he would have had to be on the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut about that because I don't want to get in trouble by any Bills fans. So... I'm just... But this is, a, this is an absolutely true story. Jim Kelly did not want to join the Buffalo Bills. He got drafted by the Bills. He was like, fuck that. I'm not going to the NFL. Or I, it might have been the AFL at the time. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to that. So he, uh, he went to, like, a different league that ended up, like, folding. And when that league folded, he was like, fuck, I guess I got to go to Buffalo. And then ended up leading the team to four fucking Super Bowls. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, did they win any of those? I don't remember. I don't know. Um. Getting hot in here? <laughs> it's a little warm in here. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, you may not want to insult the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> well, they can't really do anything. I was going to say he was a smart man. But he didn't, no, they, he didn't, they, he didn't want to play here. They, he did. That's a, that is a that is a true story. Hey, Jim Kelly hey. did not want to play for Buffalo and went on to have a great career. And he loves the city now and and good for him. But like, he didn't he want was, to play here. He was the greatest quarterback for the Bills, though. So I'll admit that. John, first thought you had when you met Brian. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> first thought you had when you met Brian. Well, obviously, I thought he was in a band, which he was. Right. When I met him through Zach, <laughs> my first thought of him. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, he was a loud talker. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was. He was a loud talker when I met him <laughs> at the concert venue, Rapids. Uh, we'll talk about Rapids when we come back from the next song break because there's a show coming up that like is like I want to see this show but not there. <laughs> but I love the dude and I miss him. All right. Uh, 
favorite things you might not know episode, the Buffalo Sabre player one. That's the, the Taro Sujimoto one. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I maybe I'll re-record that at some point because that's like one of the earliest videos and it sucks. But uh, yeah, the script was good. Everything else sucked. Uh, John, this is directed at you. Would you rather be the owner of the Sabers or the Bills? Sabers. I would like to be the owner of the Bills. You know why? Why? Because I can move them the fuck out of here. <laughs> Toronto, you guys want a football team? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be in so much fucking trouble after this show is over for saying that. Uh, bon Jovi's my favorite artist. Us. They're going to hate us. <laughs> they really are. Uh, I have more faith. I'm let sorry, me tell you this. I have more let, faith let, let, in let me tell you this, though. Bills. Let me tell you this, though. If I were a multi-billionaire and owned an NFL team, I would not be making the fucking community pay for a new stadium. And also, if I owned a fucking football team in Buffalo and I had to build a new stadium, I would put a fucking roof over it. And I don't know why this is, why this is, uh, you, I, I get it. Uh, you guys are nuts and you think, it's, you think it's beneficial to your fucking football team that they play in the snow. I get it. Okay. I, I understand that. Off. I understand that. But I am looking at this from a business. First of all, taxpayer dollars are going to pay for this stadium. You know what? And this stadium is going to have, I think, something like like 8,000 seats less or 10,000 seats less or something like that than the current stadium. Okay? And then it's not going to have a roof over it. So not only are you going to have less paying people coming to your stadium because you have less seats... Now you're also not going to have any new events bringing new revenue in because you're just going to get the same events you're getting at the current venue because you don't have a roof over it and this is a cold air st- cold air fucking venue. So what the fuck is wrong with anybody deciding to not put a roof on the fucking Buffalo Bills new stadium? Fucking stupid. So yeah, I would be the owner of the Bills so I can be like, yo, no, that's fucking dumb. Let's do this this way. But uh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> and then you're making the t- you're making the fucking people pay for it. Why? This dude can't afford a fucking billion dollar stadium or whatever the fuck this thing's gonna cost. This this multi billionaire can't afford this. What what do you, he can't buy that solid gold back scratcher? <laughs> you know what the fuck? Anyway, performing at Mister Good Bar this Saturday night with Delta eighty eight and Zero Level is Good Dude. Uh, and that show is at 8 p.m. It's a $5 cover at the door. It's 21 and up. This is Good Dude, and this song's called Pink Fucking Pony on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
Good dude on all WNY. Think so, Joe. Show a song called Pink Fucking Pony. Catch them at Good Bar with Delta 88s and Zero Level. That's 8 p.m., $5 at the door, 21 and up. That's Saturday night. We can dig it. Uh, we've got asked, uh, what are our favorite NHL mascots? Sabretooth, obviously. What, what, what do you like? Thunderbolt? Whatever the, whatever the fuck the Tampa yeah. light is. Tampa, Thunderbolt. Tampa fucking. That's my boy. I'll tell you what, man. I, I dated this girl from Nashville, and, uh, you know, she was always like, oh, Nash is the best. Nash is the best. I'm like, Nash is just a saber-tooth wannabe. Why the fuck? Like, like the Nashville Predators are Buffalo Sabres wannabes. Their colors are fucking blue and yellow. Their mascot is a fucking saber-tooth tiger. They fucking had Paul Gostad play for them for a number of years. <laughs> so we got fucking... Uh, Oh fuck! Uh, Phil Housley came here to to uh, to coach, right? And she's like, "Oh well, yeah. See now, Buffalo's trying to be like Nashville." I'm like, "Phil Housley pay, played for the Sabers before the fucking Predators even existed." <laughs> uh, yeah, Sabertooth. <laughs> I still want to see CM Punk fight fucking Bailey, the uh, LA Kings mascot. I never. I, it it dawned on me. I never showed you the fucking. Uh, oh, you never showed me that. Muterous, uh, fucking Dallas Stars. So, yeah, that's. It's a it's a cow, but it looks like a uterus. It does. I don't know if I. That uh, is not gonna focus. I don't think. Let's see. No, it's not gonna focus. Nope, not gonna focus. Okay. Anyway, I tried. John, what should we do with the iron industry? I feel like you asked me that before. I don't think she has. The iron industry. The iron industry. Hmm. Iron helps us play. Got to get a Simpsons reference in. <laughs> I really got to do my homework. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you. Okay. I, I don't have an answer. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was I'm I again. But yeah, the re the reason I didn't get around to showing you that during the song break is I was like scrolling through Facebook and I came across um, Buffalo Bills fans take over Monday Night Raw segment, <laughs> and I hadn't I hadn't watched it, and I know you had to just see them all fucking like, and I knew it was gonna happen. I I was I was texting uh, I was texting Steph when I got to the when I got to the arena, and I'm just like. Because there are people yelling woo. Yeah. And there are people yelling hey, 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 hey. And I'm just like, I'm in hell. <laughs> you have people yelling the catchphrase of noted sex pest Ric Flair. And you have people yelling out 70-year-old fucking song lyrics. <laughs> Obnoxiously for no fucking reason. And aren't you... Acknowledged it. Yes, because people were shitting on that segment. But I said it, I said it, I said, at some point, that is going to make it onto TV. And it did. And I said, because either somebody's going to say sh something about the local sports teams, Flesh. or something is going to suck so bad that they're just going to do that to fucking abuse themselves. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened, is the fucking double commitment ceremony happened. Yeah. Which ended up because, like, by the end of it, turned pretty entertaining. Yeah, it did. I'm not. I I will admit, but like, it was just. Uh, 
But yeah, that's exactly what happened. Is everybody was trying to shit on that segment, so they just started doing that out of the, uh, off the. Uh, I said it was either going to be somebody's going to insult a local sports team, or there's going to be uh, one of the Buffalo Bills in the front row or something, and that didn't happen, that, no. to my knowledge. Um, so here's what I did see, and it, it, so Monday Night Raw happened on Dingus Day, and of course Buffalo is very uh, famous for. Dingus Day celebrations. If yeah. you want to know more about that, there's the things you might not know video about. <laughs> How do I not have more subscribers? I plug the shit out of that every week. <laughs> anyway, um, but there's the thing. But uh, so you know, Buffalo very uh, into Dingus Day. Yeah, and the Buffalo Bills have red jerseys that look suspiciously like another team's jerseys. So I'm sitting there, and I'm, we're, we're in the 200 level across from the entryway, and right on the corner of, like, the aisle uh, where, where the wrestlers come out, there's two guys in these red Buffalo Bills Josh Allen jerseys. And I'm sitting there, and every time I catch a glimpse of them, I'm like, hey, cool, Niners fans. Like, oh, shit, no, those are Bills jerseys. Fuck. <laughs> there was a Niners fan next to us. Was there? He walked past you. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there was a Chiefs fan down the aisle from us. I don't remember seeing a Niners fan. He, uh, well, we had to get out there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him. All right, he had, I did he, he had the sweatpants and the hoodie. Yeah. I see Niners fans everywhere, and I fucking love it, man. I was in, uh, where the fuck was I? I was in Rochester. Uh, we took a bus out to Rochester. We got a hotel. We stayed the night. It was for uh, the... Uh, Violent Femmes and Flogging Molly and Me First in the Gimme Gimmies. Oh, yeah. Uh, So we took a bus out there. We spent the night. And as soon as I walk into the hotel lobby, there's a dude standing there in full-on 49ers gear. Like, yeah! (laughs) My man. When I was in New York City, uh, actually, so in, in Liberty City, New Jersey, before Monday Night Raw, before I went to the to the Raw in East Rutherford, um, I stopped in Liberty City because I'd never seen the Statue of Liberty before. Because uh, if you've if you've never been to New York and you've seen like you know, you think the Statue of Liberty is fucking huge, right? Like yeah, like that you're gonna see it from like everywhere you go in the fuck. I never saw the fucking Statue of Liberty until I made a point to fucking go to Liberty City, New Jersey to Liberty Park, where Hall & Oates had their big concert in, like, 1990 or what, 91, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I went I went there so I could see the Statue of Liberty. You see it from the from behind. Um, but the statue is not nearly as big as you would think it is. So, like, uh, you know, that's why I had never seen it. <laughs> um, so, like, see, so, so to see it from there was like, oh, okay, all right, that's how big this is. Uh, I forgot what my point was. Oh, uh, so uh, so we're at fucking Liberty Park. Pull up, uh, pull up, get out of the car. There's a dude getting into his car wearing a fuck, wearing the same Niners hat I'm wearing. <laughs> so I see Niners fans everywhere, and I fucking love it. Sucks the Debo wants to fucking leave, but what are you gonna do? I mean, we'll have Ross, uh, we'll have Raheem Mostert. No, I think he left too. Who the fuck do we have left? <laughs> oh well, we got we got George Kittle. <laughs> We're good. We got George Kittle. That's all we need. Joe Staley. Yeah. Anyway. 
might have Trey Lance, might have Jimmy Garoppolo. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what the team looks like when the season starts. Anyway. So. But, I mean, you know, that's that's sports for you these days. So I won't buy player jerseys. I mean, I have a George Kittle, like, like 49ers jersey. Because, like, football jerseys just look stupid if you don't have a number on them. Yeah. Uh, but, like, hockey jerseys is why I try not to buy player jerseys. Is because, like, there's so much turnover. You know who else is a 49ers fan? I never mentioned it. My brother. Your brother's a 49ers fan? Yes. Okay. You are not the only John I know whose brother is a 49ers fan. Oh. My buddy, my buddy JT that used to host the wrestling podcast with me, his brother is also a 49ers fan. JT himself is a Raiders fan. <laughs> but we won't hold that against him. Anyway. So you don't, you don't watch uh, football much, do you? No, I used uh, I used to be a... Big Jaguars fan. Jaguars fan? Yeah. So you're like, uh, you hear like Tony Khan is starting a wrestling promotion. And you're like, oh shit, yeah, Jaguars and wrestling. Before before that. <laughs> Way before that. Way okay. before all that. Right, all right. <laughs> Way before I don't, that. I couldn't even tell you who was on the team way before that. I can't even tell you who's on the team now, honestly. Who thinks about the Jag? How did you become a Jaguars fan? I don't actually. <laughs> I just noticed the Bills are fucking losing, and I just had to get off the bandwagon and find a different team. And I, I actually, I don't know. So you just, I like the so, jersey. So like, so so. <laughs> so colors. let me get this straight. You used to be a Sabres fan. Yeah. But now you're a Tampa fan. Do you know why? Oh, because they won. Because they they won the Stanley Cup. No. Just like Dallas no. won the Stanley Cup. No. <laughs> no. Just like Carolina won the Stanley no, Cup. My friend Jeff got me. Yeah, I know that. Into that. <laughs> I know that. No, but but no, I mean, like, but but uh, you know, uh, that's fair. It, it, you know, like you meet people, they're like, "Hey, I'm really into this thing," and you can you I look at like, shot. "Hey, that's actually you know that's actually not so bad." Yeah. Oh, hey, those guys won. All right, cool. Like maybe you're onto something here. <laughs> you know, I mean, they you know they they won during the pandemic, so you know, <laughs> but still. I mean, I was never, I never said I. I mean, I was never like a Bills fan. Sure, I was yeah. never. I mean, like. I guess when I was real little and didn't know any better, I might have like liked the Bills a little bit because there's like pictures of me in like a Flintstones Buffalo Bills shirt and like with a Buffalo Bills birthday cake. But like, yeah, I mean, I've I've been a Niners fan for as long as I've watched football. So I mean, like, I was hockey's more my sport because that's same. I mean, that's I played hockey when I was since I was six till high school. Tell you what, man. When I got into hockey, I got into hockey, and I was, I was, I did the same thing, man. Where I was like, "Ooh, the New York Rangers won. They must be a really good team." I'm a Rangers fan, and then I was like, you know, a couple of years watching hockey, and then I, I met, you know, a buddy who was a Sabres fan who now doesn't watch sports at all, which is weird. Uh, but he was like, "Yeah, man, Buffalo Sabres. Did love the fucking Buffalo Sabres." Yeah. And I got into so that's how I got into the Buffalo Sabres, and I've never looked back. Like, even through all the bad years. And the same thing with the 49ers, man. There's been some bad years. Like, you know, a lot of those years that Buffalo was lingering at the bottom of the AFC East, San Francisco was lingering at the bottom of the NFC West. So, I mean, like, in a lot of those years was like, as long as they do better than Buffalo. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, 
But I've never, you know, I've never thought about like, oh, I need to root for a different team. I need to stop rooting for this team. It's never crossed my mind. I'm going to stay a 49ers fan for life, a Sabres fan for life. I, you know, I do own other teams' jerseys. I do, uh, you know, have a Western Conference team in the St. Louis Blues. So, like, you know, I got to, I, I got to uh, celebrate winning a cup vicariously through them uh, a couple of years ago. But, like, you know, somebody asked me, like, how can you have two teams? How, how do you like one team and then you like this other team? It's like, well, it's easy, see? Yeah. 80 games a year, I can root for the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> and then two games a year, I can't. Because they're playing my main primary team here. It's yeah. easy because they only play each other twice a season. So, and in those games, I'm rooting for Buffalo. And I'm not super upset if Buffalo loses because I do like the Blues. Um, but, like, you know, somebody was, like, trying to give me shit about that. But it's like, no, dude. Like, it's so, like, you can like more than one team. It is okay. Like, especially if you're just a huge fan of the sport. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. The playoffs are starting in a couple of weeks. You know, count the screens here. How many screens do you see? There's five, right? Uh, you got the one, two, three, four, the, the tablet over here. There's the iPad over there. There's the phone. I'm going to be sitting here with at least four games going. Watching, all four, watching four fucking playoff games at once. And I do that every year regardless of who the fuck's playing because it's hockey and I fucking love hockey and I love playoff hockey, I truly believe that everybody should get vacation through uh, other than people who work in hockey venues should get vacation during the NHL playoffs so they can sit and watch every fucking game. I, it is cruel and unusual punishment to have to work during the NHL playoffs. <laughs> I used to, you know, I used to, joke with my boss all the time when I worked for somebody. He was like, ah, dude, I'm not coming in, man. I'll, I'll see you in two months. I'm watching hockey. And then I would come to work and I would have a game on my laptop and a game on the TV. And <laughs> you know. And that's going to be me when playoffs start, is I will have a game on every single screen if I can. So, yeah. you know. I I have, like kept cable to be able to watch hockey. And I've, I've since gotten rid of cable and I use a VPN to watch hockey now on ESPN plus, but like, yeah, I've definitely like kept cable just so I could have MSG to watch Sabres games. I mean, I know I can stream them elsewhere. John Johnson, if you're watching, I, I know where I can watch them for free without cable, but, uh, go bolts. Go bolts. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> uh, I would like to see any team wearing just blue and white get eliminated in the first round this year. <laughs> of course. I mean, the Eastern Conference team that wears... Just, well, I guess they're both Eastern Conference team. Uh, the Atlantic Division team that wears blue and white gets eliminated first round every year. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see about the, uh, about the other uh, team wearing blue and white. <laughs> we'll see. Definitely. I don't know. I, uh, here's hoping for a first round Maple Leafs exit again. Fuck the Leafs. <laughs> anyway. 
I saw they cut to a they, they cut a ca- to a camera shot during Monday Night Raw. I think it was during a commercial break when they were doing one of the like you know show the HBK cam. Like what the fuck? And they cut to a guy wearing a Rams jersey, and I'm just like fuck the Rams. <laughs> like I, I, I can give I, I, I'm with you Buffalo. We can boo the dude in the Rams jersey. Fuck him. <laughs> right when you McMahon came out, you're like. Everybody working. Everybody work. Yep. Bosses boss here look here. busy. Look busy. <laughs> yeah, I tweeted that out. The bosses here look busy. So I, it was, that's from like old wrestling forums, like back in the day before I, you know, did podcasts and stuff like that. I was in the <laughs> wrestling forums every night watching wrestling with, you know, with, uh, you know, we had our own little group called the Triumvirate uh, who would watch Impact every week and chat in the ch- Here's a here's a here's a true story. Uh, there was a, a website back in the day, and these are the forums we used to be on. It was called uh, World Wrestling Insanity, right? Yeah. And we used to like be in the forums. And the one night, the dude who usually wrote the Impact review was unavailable, so they asked us to do it. Me and you know some of my friends from the from the uh, from the forum. And so it was like, all right, we're going to take, like, uh, the show's two hours, so, like, half-hour intervals. So I got the 8.30 interval. There was literally no wrestling in that 30 minutes that I that I reviewed. None. It was all just talking segments. No wrestling. Like, man, that is fucking awful. <laughs> it's like watching Monday Night Raw now. I, uh, it was like 23 minutes before there was any actual wrestling on Monday Night Raw. I mean, we got like the dark matches on main event, uh, you know, yeah. or, or the main event matches before the show. But like, uh, uh, you you uh, weren't in there for the Tommaso Ciampa match, but he fucking drop kicked somebody in the face. I I seen it when I was. Th- I was oh, they have it on the screen back there. Yeah, stuff. yeah, okay. I did. That's see right. It, yeah, he drop kicks the dude in the face. It's like, oh shit, that was badass. <laughs> But yeah, um, but yeah, it was, it was just. Who was he facing? I don't remember. I just have to watch main event and find out. <laughs> but uh, oh, it was uh, it was it was Cedric Alexander, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Cedric Alexander. Because they came out and they had the Hurt Business, you know, shirts on and the, the big, you know, logo on the yeah. screen and everything. I'm like, wait, have they? I haven't been really paying attention to this show. Have they been the Hurt Business? Or is this like, are they going to join back up with MVP and, and uh, the big fucking dude, uh, Omas, right? We're at the wait and see. Yeah, and uh, so I tweeted that out and somebody was like, no, they've been using the Hurt Business name. So no, it's not a spoiler. It's not, they're not going to join Hurt Business tonight. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> Makes sense. I just didn't know because I haven't been paying attention. I will put on Monday Night Raw and I it's I watch these shows because I basically get paid to watch these shows. Like I don't get directly paid for them, but I watch them because I you know, it helps to know about them when I'm yeah doing wrestling news every night, sometimes twice, you know, doing uh, wrestling bio videos for wrestling with Andy and all that stuff. So it helps to know what I'm talking about. Um so that's my excuse to watch wrestling is I basically get paid to do so. So a lot of times I'll have Monday Night Raw on, but I'll be doing anything else while it's on and not paying any attention to it. So, like, I don't know what the fuck 
I, I didn't know if they were coming out with Hurt Business gear on for like weeks and I just haven't been paying attention. I know they've been a team. I didn't know, you know, so I don't know what the deal was, but apparently they've been the Hurt Business. And, uh, so you can tip us if you're enjoying the show, tips.thinksojo.com, or you can just ignore all that and go to merch.thinksojo.com and actually buy stuff and then you, you get stuff for helping out the show. So, you know, check out that new banana t-shirt going on today. I like that. Uh, I like, uh, there's some I still got to buy, man. I got to get my, uh, the Blockbuster video logo one. I got to get that one. I got to get the one with the cassette on it. Uh, I'm not going to get the one on, like, like you look good in a white shirt. I, I wouldn't. So I'm not going to get the, uh, I'm not going to get the one I put out today, but you can get the one I put out today. It's got a banana and says, think so Joe show above it. So I even, uh, I even made like a little Chiquita sticker, but I, I changed it to the all WNY logo. Okay. So, <laughs> so little, little, little small, tiny details in the thumbnails <laughs> for National Banana Day today. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't any other holiday I could, uh, I could have uh, co-opted to put on a thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I make the thumbnails. Every week I go on uh, Song Facts and I look at like, okay, what happened today in music history? And then I'll be like, okay, well, that's cool. I can use that. I can co-op that. And then I'm, but a lot of times it's like, ah, nothing like, nothing that would make for an interesting thumbnail. So what else can I do? And I'll go to national day calendar and I'll be like, what's, what holidays are today? And today happens to be national banana day. So that's where that came from. Like last week's with the Scrabble, that was national Scrabble day. So <laughs> little uh, inside baseball, as they say on all the wrestling podcasts there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So this Saturday at Milky's. Oh, by the way, before we get out of here, I should probably point out that we will not be on the air next no. week. Sorry. Uh, as I am going to the Bouncing Souls show at Rec Room. Uh, so we'll see you two weeks from tonight, not not next week. We will be here two um, weeks from tonight. Yeah, we will be here in two weeks. We will not be here next week. So no. Laura gets her way. She doesn't have to watch us next week. Laura, come up with some questions in two weeks for me. John's going to be sitting there just reading the fucking encyclopedia front yes. to back. He's got to... I'm going home to read it right He's going to go on eBay. He's going to buy a whole fucking encyclopedia Britannica just to read front to back so he knows the answers to yes. some of these questions. Even though, like, that information's probably uh, horridly outdated by this point. <laughs> well, according to this Encyclopedia Britannica article in 1982... <laughs> you can just see it. Got the glasses and... Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be bringing the fucking encyclopedias here. I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Give me a second. He's got glasses. He's looking through. Uh, I anyway, got a tie. So, I got a suit. Yeah. Well, that's my gimmick, man. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that's my that's my yellow sauce gimmick, dude. It's gimmick infringement. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so we'll be okay. back in two weeks. Uh, in the meantime, which, I, which means I probably could have picked music from next week shows too yeah. but anyway uh for this week's show but anyway uh the missing worker is performing saturday at milky's with ghost water and fucks that say gun robo i've never heard of them but uh yeah. they're probably good if they're playing with the missing worker uh that's going on at milky's on saturday at 8 30 p.m doors uh seven dollars at the door and 21 plus with id 
And uh, so this is The Missing Worker. This song is called Is This the Life? On All WNY. Thanks so, Joe Show. We'll see you in two weeks. Government.